The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, voting begins uh, Thursday. And uh, between the Wild Rose, the Conservatives, deciding whether or not they're going to unite the right. You know, interesting text here. And do you recall when Danielle Smith crossed the floor and she made the comment, I didn't leave the party, the party Party left left me, me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting text here. Uh, It's absolutely being promoted to buy a membership in both parties, but the deadline to purchase is closed. That's correct. It wasn't uh, viable to prevent people from buying voting for both, so they may as well embrace it. Sure, also correct. Now it will be what it will be. My prediction, says this texter, PC will vote yes, Wild Rose will vote no, then Kenny will invite all of the yes Wild Rose voters to join him and make the PC part of the unity platform moving forward, probably even proposing a name change then. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. A lot of things can up in the air. Hey, Cal? Yes, I'm on here, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a Wild Rose member, and, you know, Daniel Smith didn't listen to me, and nobody else will either, but I... Uh, I don't think Alberta has forgiven the PCs yet. Bring a guy from Ottawa, and that's not going to do it to undo what they did for 40 years. And for the Wild Rose to attach themselves to that, we will have another NDP government. Interesting. Let me ask you as a Wild Rose supporter, and I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Um, and uh, When you make reference to uh, Kenny coming from Ottawa, didn't Brian Jean come from Ottawa? He came up here and was elected. Though he was on, he he wasn't he wasn't flowing in like uh, like Kenny was. And well, and that, and Prentice as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Prentice came and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, and, uh, do you feel? Let me ask you. I'm I'm curious. I really am. So, do you feel when you hear the leader of the uh, Wild Rose, Brian Jean, say? You know, he's open to a little more compromise, maybe a little social compromise. Does that concern you? Doesn't concern me, no, because I know where he where he's at. We need some uh, fiscal conservative thinking, and no matter what he does, he's going to think in that direction. So you'll take the rest of it. You, your your priority is the fiscal conservative uh, conservatory. Uh, is that even a word? <laughs> you want a fiscal conservative is what you want as the premier. Yep. But and then the social issues, are you willing to move on those? Oh, yeah. I think that there's, there, you've got to be flexible. We're living in a different society. Mm-hmm. Do you think that others, um, other wild rosers are feeling the same way? Exactly. Hmm. We feel, uh, I've talked to many, and we feel like Alberta still hasn't forgiven the PCs. Hmm. And... Uh, I told Danielle Smith, but she got snookered in, and uh, she should be the premier. Well, many think she would have been the premier Uh had she not crossed the floor. And, you know, to play devil's advocate here, I mean, I think that Danielle Smith wanted to stay true to her own principles, though. I mean, I think she wasn't willing to be the premier at any cost, and that cost might have been giving up on some of her basic principles. Which, again, was the social issue. The issues. social stuff, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She just, I've talked with her since, and she just says, Malcolm, I don't like to talk with you because 
you're dead right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Uh, this text says, Alberta, please remember that an angry vote doesn't always bring calm change. For sure. Isn't that uh, true? Hi, Dwayne. Hey. You're voting you this know, weekend? Yes, I am. And I'm voting to unite our parties because it has to be done because even with the damage that's been done by the PCs, there's more in my mind done by the NDP. And just just for the record here, Jason, nobody, it sounded like the last caller made it sound like Jason Kenney was airdropped from Ottawa to solve all of our problems. The man actually came in didn't take a wage for a year and campaigned. See, I thought he was so, talking about Prentice. I did too. Yeah. Oh, but he might have been yeah. talking about Kenny. He yeah. could be right. Now, are you voting as a PC or are you voting as a Wild Rose member? Honestly, both. Yeah. Hmm. Both because it has to get done. There's, in, in, in my mind, it has to get done. And, and if we it doesn't get done, then where does your support go? That's a tough one. Uh, uh, I would have to wait and see mm-hmm. and listen to what the candidates do. But mm-hmm. I, honestly, I'm sick of... Uh, how can I say this? I wasn't put on the earth to serve them and to live up to their expectations. By them taking this job and this office, they're there to serve me and my expectations and your expectations. And I'm tired of politicians thinking that it's their God-given right just to throw money around and we're going to ram stuff through without even thinking or taking into account all of the aspects of how it would be and how it would affect the populace. Dwayne, curious to know who you would like to see lead the uh, United Conservative Party. I've met Brian Mm -hmm. and talked to him at length. I've met Jason and talked to him at length. Uh, They're both very articulate. It's a hard choice, but I think I would have to lean towards Mr. Kenny, just for all the work that he did in the Taxpayers Federation or Union or whatever it was, you know, and and the stuff that, you know, he was the immigration minister and he let lots of new Canadians in. You know, I am for immigration. I am for good social programs that help the people that need help, not just, you know, the people with their hands out. So reading between the lines, what I'm hearing you say is you want a fiscal conservative, but you would prefer somebody who leans socially a little little more more left or center. Center. Socially center. I don't think... I, I, I don't believe the government should be giving handouts to everybody. I think that's up to... To, to Andrew Gross, it's up to Dwayne, it's mm-hmm. up to people that, you know, if I want to give my money, I will give my money. I won't be mandated into it by a government. Well, you know how, I know you listen to the show, you know mm-hmm. how I feel on this, I, I and I talked to Brian Anderson directly about that, my opportunity to talk to a politician last week. I sometimes feel as though after anybody's been in power at any level of government, that they stop listening to their constituents about what their concerns are and start telling their constituents what their concerns should be. And and I, I have a problem with that. 
you know, I live in rural Alberta, and obviously you live in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And and since the NDP has come into power, I feel like there's this giant disconnect between city people and country people. You know, I, it, it, it's just... Well, we saw that in the voting. We did for sure. <laughs> we and saw that in the voting. I get that. I've been out doing a, a few shows, uh, mm-hmm. rural Alberta audiences lately. I was in Vagerville not too long ago. I was in Vagerville, yeah. I'm going to Camrose in a week or so. And I've been talking to specifically ranchers, farmers before the shows. And they do see it as uh, them and them and us. They yeah, and, they kind of blame the cities for electing the NDP. Oh no! I, you know what? I don't blame anybody in Edmonton for voting NDP. I don't blame people for voting NDP. I actually blame the Wild Rose Party, and I blame the PC Party because they're they were so um, entitled. <laughs> You know, I, I, I agree. We hear that word a lot. Yeah, I agree with you because I, I this is like a really, if you're old enough to remember, Dwayne, uh, let's make a deal. <laughs> and Monty Hall saying, well, you know, you've got this, but would you rather, you know, trade it for what's behind curtain one? Yeah. That's you what that May 5th election box. felt like yeah. to me. Like, we didn't like the Wild Rose. We weren't happy. We were scared of the Wild Rose. We were unhappy with what the conservatives had done. So a lot of people voted for what's behind the curtain. And behind the curtain was the NDP. Yeah, and and it right or wrong, whether you agree or not, in my view, you know, opinions are like, you know what, everybody has one. <laughs> yeah, I, like they've done nothing but there, there. It seems like they're selling snake oil. And for my, for example, you know, well, we're taking away so many student our uh, school fees. Well, that's great. But then you're charging people carbon tax. Yeah. I mean, like, don't, don't, don't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not only, but, you know, listen, I, I shouldn't even take an opinion on this, but I will. Not only are you charging a carbon tax, but you're rebating. People uh, who don't necessarily Yeah, my, my kids both got rebates. They don't pay for gas. Yeah. So it becomes a distribution of wealth. Yeah, so my my 19-year-old son lives at home. My 20-year-old daughter still lives at home because they're both saving to go to college. But they get a refund, yeah. and I don't. And I'm paying the bill. <laughs> yeah. I, I just sit and shake my head over the, the absolute stupidity of how this is taking place. And... You know, is it going to be great under a United Conservative? Maybe. Can it be any worse? I don't think so. Huh. Dwayne, thanks for the and call. Then, it's always... When you're voting, and when you're voting, are you voting for the lesser of two evils? Right. Well, that's what, that's we what it feels like around. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne, thanks yeah, for the call. Great to hear from you. I do have to move along. We have Grant's on the phone as well. Hi, Grant. Hi, Jalen. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Uh, I'm PC member. I don't think it's right they should vote in both parties. But on the other hand, NDP are going to be buying memberships to block. And if they do it on the, uh, or, or have already done it, uh, they could, that 75% mark is an extremely high number to mm-hmm. get to. Mm-hmm. It is. I wonder, and maybe it's... I still wonder about that a little bit. Well, Scratch I do as well. About it. Hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. but it, rather than draw new members in to vote on this, it would make more sense to me that you took what members you had and cut it there. 
back a year ago or whoever was a member. Because wouldn't that be the grassroots that should be voting on the future of their party? Well, yes, but that's that's exactly why the Conservatives lost. It was the grassroots. It was the embedded party. My mother used to say, a new broom sweeps clean. And that's what we got. Yep, you're right. That's Uh, right. Now, saying that, I took the stats from uh, the uh, Sun the day after the election. I stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning. I entered it riding by riding. If you took the Wild Rose and the NDP, uh, the Wild Rose and the Conservatives, the only seats they would have lost were all of Edmonton and the two in Lethbridge Mm -hmm. uh, with a united vote. They'd have had a landslide. Yeah. And that's what we had. In my opinion, that's what we have to do because she's spending ten billion dollars a month and running up the deficit, and we can't survive. If that continues, next election there'll be a sales tax if the NDP gets elected. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> let's start not start that conversation well, let's not start today. That rumor. But you know, well, that's no, no, the next don't thing. Don't kid yourself. We'll be well, so far in debt they're going to have to. We've talked about it we on have. the show we lots. Have. Uh, but you know, the other thing, and we're we're way down the road from this at this moment. But assuming that. The Wild Rose get the 75% vote they need and the PCs get the 50%. And then assuming that they unite, find a leader that everybody can get behind, which is another big if, mm-hmm. and then we move down to the next election, there'll also be the issue of who runs in what riding, the mm-hmm. Wild Rose candidate, the PC candidate. I, I can just see this is not an easy thing. It's not just a vote. I, I can just see where there's a lot of room for this to unravel as time goes on. But, but saying that... but. Saying that, uh, you know, Olga just said, and saying that in Saskatchewan, and, and, and you know, they turned that province around. Sure. And and, uh, and the Saskatchewan Premier said to uh, Kenny, uh, "Gee, it's uh, a good thing you're doing. It's too bad it's going to happen in three years because uh, we're getting a lot of business uh, moving to uh, Saskatchewan." <laughs> Do you know what? So, I got I got to tell you something related to the conversation we just had, and somebody texted, and I just want to, and I'm throwing my kids under the bus here. They're both old enough to vote. But I will say right now, neither of them are really engaged in politics. But if you were to ask them right now, these two young Alberta voters, who would you support in an election today? I would guess that they would support the NDP. And if you ask them why, they would tell you because they just sent us checks for 75 bucks. Uh, pretty well, poor excuse, though, really. Hey, eh? hey, Ralph Klein sent us four hundred dollars checks, right. and we all were happy about that. I mean, they're looking at it like it doesn't matter to them who's in government because it doesn't really affect them directly. They're not seeing the bigger picture because they're young and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're just they're they're more concerned about minimum but wage. Also, probably and, a little bit more liberal. Sure, and, and exactly. the NDP would 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 appeal more to exactly. a liberal vote. The the way they look at it, I believe, and I'm really uh, overstepping my authority to tell the world how my kids vote but i think the way they're looking at it is so my minimum wage job is going to pay more and they're going to write me checks Mm -hmm. like that what more do they want their need list just got completed grant i need to take a break here really appreciate you giving us a a call always great to hear from you but i have to get these commercials in thank you so much or else gina is going to start yelling at me let's do this Nine thousand one hundred and nineteen dollars in cash or merchandise, and it could be lurking behind door number one, or behind door number two, or door number three. And I think I went to you first, Doris Groves. What door have you selected? Oh yeah, which door are you going to select? What door is it going to be? As uh, conservatives, the Wild Rose members vote this weekend on uniting the right. Uh, conservatives have to do majority fifty percent. Wild Rose Party uh, members seventy five percent. And then from there, we move on to a leadership race. Mm-hmm. 
And, yeah, and then from there, and from there, it's, we lead on to a, a provincial mm-hmm, election. Mm-hmm. It's a long, rocky, uphill road. It's been done before, certainly. I think, I don't know. I guess it does. It matter if we all. If we all vote the same way, but for different reasons, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, no one's being too hard on my kids here. A couple of people texting to say, well, you should teach them. Yeah, we talk politics in the House all the time, but I do understand where they're coming from. Because in their world, these are the things mm-hmm. that they benefit from. Mm-hmm. A better minimum wage, a carbon rebate. Um, their taxes, when I did them, they've got a uh, refund that I'd never heard of. Well, and let's, and I'm going to go back to it, but let's be real. I mean, when you look at some of the history of the Conservative Party and the Wild Rose Party when it comes to social issues, Mm -hmm. that is not going to sit well with a lot of folks who are in their 20s anymore. Right. Times change and people are changing Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. Um, And so as we start to see these parties change, and I think we were talking with Dwayne, when we were talking with Dwayne, said, yeah, it needs to see it being more um, socially center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We do need to get there. And I think we are getting there. Um, But I think there's probably some folks that are still very, very, very hard right. And that doesn't appeal to um, a lot of folks. Well, it's such a spectrum of opinion, particularly in in this province. In this province, there's no middle. There is no middle. That's the problem. Yeah. And, the, and for me, it's and we just have this as, Alberta together right. thing, whatever that is going on. I mean, you know, you say that, but then, of course... You have the Alberta party. You have the Alberta party. And the thing is, when, you know, if you, if you, you know, your opinion is, well, the Alberta party will never get elected, I would have said the same thing of the NDP two, three years ago. So anything's possible moving forward. I think, and I, again, I shouldn't say for most Albertans, I, I will say for myself... I do also want a fiscally conservative mm-hmm. government. I want one that's more socially aware, but I, w- I don't want to be dragged to the left. I, oh, no. I want to move yeah. in the right direction, but I don't want to be as, I you think know... we're talking basic human rights stuff. <laughs> right. I want... Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I don't want to be dragged to the left. A lot of change suddenly just doesn't appeal to me, frankly. Adam, hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going today, guys? Good. You're voting this weekend? I am, yeah. And for who? I'm vo- I'm voting for unity in both both elections. Um, you know, I just I hear Andrew talk about his kids, and I mean, uh, you know, none of my business wh- where their political views lie. But I guess I I feel some frustration. Um, I'm 26. I'm a partner in a small oil and gas business, um, and I, the. I get frustrated when I hear the NDP, after only two years, telling us what Albertans think. I think most of these people were brought in accidentally (laughs) up the middle. And, you know, I mean, uh, I think they come in with the best of intentions. But just like Andrew said, I don't want to be dragged to the left. Um, I really, uh, you know, I supported Max Bernier in the federal federal campaign. for the reason that, yeah, I'm fiscally conservative, but I'm, uh, I don't care what you do socially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is, at the end of the day, where governments at all three levels have got to the point where they're running all of our lives. I couldn't agree I, with you more. At all three levels is the most is the key part of that sentence. Sometimes I've... municipally is the worst. Yeah. Um, and it's just, there's a, there's a frustration at this point because we're, we're taxed 
nearly to death at this point, and there feels like there's no there's no end in sight. And so, I mean, I, I really hope that the 75% of wild rosers can, can happen, um, and I don't think immediately things are going to get any better, but uh, I do think at least we have some hope and, and we can restore some confidence to the investment community, because right now, um, it's at zero. Uh, when when our government's goals are to raise minimum, minimum wage and, and, in essence, not directly, but I think in essence punish small business, I don't know, I don't know uh, what hope we have for 10, 15 years down the road. Adam, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you giving us a call and weighing in on this topic. An hour has flown by. Mm-hmm. Again, the vote taking place starts on Thursday. We'll go through the weekend. Look forward to Monday's show. It'll be a gooder. Should be. Okay, let's take a break. The 3 o'clock news up next. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.